Our Conversation from BAE Systems. Hello and welcome to Our Conversation, the podcast for BAE Systems colleagues across the world. I'm Tim Smith, and this time we'll be taking a look at the full-year financial results. We'll hear from colleagues about how their achievements have contributed to those results. Plus, we have a first for the podcast, as you're about to hear. And we have another great competition for you coming up later as well. Joining me, as usual, is BA Systems Chief Executive Charles Woodburn. Charles, hello. Good to speak with you again. How are you? Yeah, hi, Tim. Great to speak with you again, too. Also with us is Brad Grieve, Chief Financial Officer. Hi, Brad. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Hi, Tim. Doing well, thanks. And good news, we've got the whole hat trick because Tom Arsenault, President and CEO, BA Systems Inc., is also with us. Tom, welcome to the podcast. Hope you're well. Thank you, Tim. Doing well and uh, really pleased to be back with the team. So a first on the show then, because we have the three of you in the same room for the podcast. Something of a treat for all of you guys, I think. Yes, Tim. I mean, it's great to have the team uh, back together in person for this year's results. And uh, I think, as you know, and we've spoken about before, the week leading up to the results announcement uh, and the day itself are are quite intense with a lot of uh, board meetings and committees. And it's so much more effective to all be in a room together. I think it's fair to say that you know the working from home technology has been part of our life and in fact a lifeline for the last 2 years but it it and it will always play an important part in how we work but uh, it's just so great to be back together uh, in person and and for me personally just the spontaneity of uh, you know mixing directly with uh, you know colleagues around the board table uh, the energy we get from it um, sharing ideas and fine tuning our thoughts and also of course having some lighter moments uh, along the way it's just just great to be back together again and Tom, I must say, great to have you here as well over from the ink business in the States. I don't know when the last time you were able to get here. Has it been a while since you're in the UK? Uh, well, we were fortunate to be able to come over for the board meetings in uh, September and November, I believe it was. And uh, and so we have been able to get over uh, on, a, on occasion, but uh, it's starting to feel like we'll be able to do that more and more. And it just makes such a difference. You know, kind of being able to, to do this as a group um, in Farm Row and Sterling Square, it's it's uh, just been a, a fantastic experience for everyone in a pretty difficult time when you're ever, you know, when you're all together and, and sort of laughing and joking and, and getting some serious work done. Um, it's just a better place to be. What learnings would you say that you've taken from the last couple of years in terms of how the company and indeed its people have all responded? Yeah, Tim, that is a great question. I mean, this has been an unprecedented couple of years. I'd say, you know, I, I probably knew this all along, but the pandemic has really driven it home. And that is that, you know, our mission, we protect those who protect us, means so much to our people that when a huge obstacle, completely unexpected, like COVID-19 has been, gets in their way, they will find a way to get around it. I'm just amazed at what we've all been able to accomplish despite those challenges that we face now for almost two years. And so I'll, I'll never forget it. Tim, we've seen the way the business has all come together and pulled through these difficult times. And, and I think also our relationship with our customers, um, you know, in these times of adversity, I think we've all had to come together. And I, you know, I hope that, that going forward, we've actually strengthened our relationships because of that, um, you know, interdependency that we've, uh, that we've formed with our customers and the importance of the mission, as, as Tom says. Okay, thank you for that, guys. Back to business and on to the full year results. We'll take a look at those in detail next. So, Charles, the full year results then for 2021 have just been released. Before Brad gives us some of the headline numbers, what's your summary of the company's performance last year? 
Well, Tim, we've announced a strong set of results against what continues to be a challenging backdrop, and the full details can be found uh, in our usual communication channels, so I'm not going to go into them uh, here. But I hope that everyone can see that delivering such strong financial results in this environment is an absolutely outstanding achievement. Uh, you don't deliver results like this without people who are willing to go above and beyond, and I'm frankly immensely proud of the way that everyone has come together to support each other, our customers, and our communities. And I've seen this firsthand thanks to the greater opportunities that I've had to visit many of our sites. And during these visits, uh, it's fair to say that I witnessed the remarkable way in which our people have adapted to the changing environments while maintaining a very strong operational output and performance. And I'm extremely grateful for everyone's uh, fantastic efforts and would like to express once again my sincere thanks to uh, the whole team. Brad, take us through those key numbers then. A lot to get through, I know. But what stood out for you? Well, I think, you know, we've been really emphasizing the, the mantra, which is top line growth, margin expansion and cash conversion. And, you know, with 2021's results, you can see all three of those things um, really coming coming to the fore. So, you know, sales top line growth was uh, really healthy, 5.3% on a constant currency basis. Um, and I think that stacks up really well against the, the, the companies that have reported in our industry so far. So it just shows that that um, you know we have fantastic programs, and the portfolio is really delivering. So a really good result on the top line, and the margins at 10.3 percent. Um, that's a really good margin expansion. Obviously, 2020 was impacted by COVID, um, but even if you look at pre-COVID margins, um, that 2021 result is a is a really healthy expansion beyond pre-COVID levels. Um, so again, this margin expansion drive that, that we've really been emphasizing is starting to show up here, and that was really good to see. And then I think the, the probably strongest number of all is the free cash flow number, and we, we delivered $1.9 billion of free cash flow. And you know, we're all focusing on cash conversion, and you know, earnings is important, and earnings is, is really accounting-based. Cash is king, as you probably heard many people say. And this free cash flow number of 1.9 billion is um, near a record level of free cash generation. So it just um, really shows a strong performance of the group. So I think those are the three key numbers. Um, I think when you look at, at what we do with that cash, that capital allocation is also quite important. And we were able to increase the dividend. This is the 18th year running that we're able to do that. And uh, we concluded the share buyback program that we'd announced back in mid-year 2021, uh, way ahead of schedule. So all that just shows um, how healthy the group is and uh, what a strong year it's been. Well, Tom, let me bring you in. How would you say the ink business has contributed to those results? Well, Tim, I guess I'll just start in following uh, uh, what Charles said. I'd like to add a huge thank you to the team. I mean, it really was an amazing uh, outcome for the year. You know, all of our employees, all the sectors, across all the sites, uh, people putting in the extra mile in order to deliver these outstanding results. So we're really proud of uh, what we've accomplished there in 2021. I think you saw a really good delivery on our commitments, you know, coupled with winning some programs that set us up for the future. And uh, you couldn't ask for much more than that. Well, everyone across the business has played their part. And let's hear from some colleagues now about how their achievements have contributed to the results. My name is Angie Lorimer and I'm a business consultant working in our home affairs and justice area of digital intelligence. Our proudest achievement of last year was winning the bid to be the Home Office's innovation delivery partner. 
within their law enforcement portfolio. Um, proudest because we won it due to the work that our team has been doing on ANPR, so automatic number plate recognition work with the police, looking at how we can identify patterns of county lines drugs behaviour. The team has done a fantastic job working alongside our police colleagues. So my name is Andrew Hodgson. I am the logistics manager in 430 Assembly on the F35 programme for AIR. I'm extremely proud that we managed to deliver the after eight this year on F35, 151 AFs delivered in 2021. We've proven last year that we can do it, so it's a, it's a message if you all work together, you can achieve, achieve the results. My name is Phil Pond. I'm the Deputy Program Manager for Amphibious Combat Vehicles. Um, I'm out of the Platform Services and Combat Mission Systems sector. Our team's biggest uh, achievement over the last year was the award of full rate production for additional ACV vehicles, extending our production for the next four years. So I'm immensely proud of the team's performance. Uh, it proves the hard work that the ACV team has demonstrated the last couple of years. I like to think the team's hard work and performance. It was a very difficult task to execute and we did so uh, on time. Um, and so very proud of our accomplishment and look forward to what we can achieve in the future. I'm Laura Willis. I'm a security consultant uh, within the central government uh, department and I mostly work on the health accounts. So I think my team's uh, biggest achievement has been delivering four separate security threat and risk assessments. Those are STARAs uh, for different arms length bodies within uh, within the NHS. Um, and I think that's really kicked off a bit of a revolution within uh, security in the health department. I, I've been really proud to be part of this team. I think we've made a huge difference to some really critical national infrastructure and, and something that's really important and, and close to the hearts of everyone in the UK. I'm Peter Tumulty and the Head of Delivery for Astute Bolt 5. The last 12 months uh, for us we've launched Bolt 5 and put her into the water to conduct the rim water phase and have worked as a team with the Royal Navy to deliver uh, a series of major milestones, the most recent of which was a successful trim and basin dive. Uh, the team we have on Bolt 5 is fantastic, it's integrated, everyone knows their role, they work hard, uh, we're really proud of the achievements that we've um, been able to uh, to do. It's a real testament to the quality of the team and the dedication of each and every single one of them. And our thanks to all the colleagues who took part there. Charles, Tom and Brad, you must be very pleased to hear about those achievements and indeed proud of what the company has delivered in the last year. Absolutely, Tim. I mean, these are but a few of what are many thousands of achievements that colleagues uh, have delivered across the group in the last year. And they demonstrate how important everyone's contribution is uh, day to day around the world. And you all play uh, an incredibly important part in our company's success. We shouldn't underestimate what it took to deliver these achievements and all the milestones that go with them. And just think about building and launching a submarine, for example, and ramping up production volumes in land and air whilst in the midst of a pandemic and social distancing and all that that entails, whilst at the same time trying to keep everyone safe. So seeing what we've achieved over the last two years gives me great confidence in what we can deliver in the future. Yeah, I think just there's so many stories like these. I just continue to be impressed by you know, what what our teams have been able to overcome in order to make the kinds of deliveries that Phil talked about. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're hoping to capture that same sort of energy and carry it on into 22 and beyond. I think what, you know, what strikes me um, hearing those, those comments is, first of all, it's the diversity of projects that we're on, uh, but also just the enthusiasm and, and energy and pride uh, that really comes out. 
Okay, well, let's move on then and look forward. Can I get your thoughts on the year ahead? I mean, Charles, would you like to start? What are you looking forward to and and what do you see in 2022? Well, Tim, we've got a good sense of momentum in the business. So our ambition is to build on the strong progress that we made in 2021, continuing to evolve the company. And we do see some very exciting times ahead. We've got the new digital intelligence business, uh, which will be taking shape under the leadership of Dave Armstrong. And I know that's something that we covered in the last uh, podcast. We'll come back to that later in the year. And our sectors will continue to focus on delivering value for our customers, supported by the strengthened functions, uh, driving best practice and uh, optimizing our shared services. We'll be investing in the future by advancing our technologies and at the same time continuing to develop our talent. Uh, You'll know it's a record year for early careers recruitment across the UK market, and that is just one example. Our sustainability agenda will also touch many more people this year as we advance and move that forward into everything that we do. And as part of this, and I know we covered safety last month, but I'd like to reiterate that this remains my primary consideration at all times. So please continue to do everything you can to protect yourself and your colleagues at work to make sure that we all go home safely to our families. And I'm sure that we're going to face challenges in the year ahead, but there are also many opportunities. And I think we're well placed to leverage those opportunities. So the 2021 results should show that we have the strong business foundations and the drive, and most importantly, the people to keep shifting the dial in the right direction. So once again, I'd like to thank everyone for contributing to such a strong set of 2021 results and for giving us so many reasons to be confident about our future. Tom, what are your thoughts as you look ahead to the next 12 months? Yeah, thank you, Tim. I think we're uh, we're starting to feel the budgets stabilizing in the U.S. I think FY22 is uh, settling in, and uh, we're starting to get a glimpse at FY23. Uh, we think that bodes well, and we also uh, continue to believe our portfolio is very well aligned to the our customers' priorities uh, across our sectors, and uh, and so that again uh, sets us up well, I think, for a positive outlook going forward. And Brad, given the results you've just talked us through for 2021, how do you see 2022 panning out? Yeah, I mean, it actually all shows up in in the guidance um, that we've issued, which, again, calls for more top-line growth, uh, more margin expansion, and and, uh, continued cash conversion. And, you know, having gone through the IBPs um, and, you know, looked at the portfolio of the business um, and the performance that we're seeing, you know, we're confident that we'll be able to realize all those things. So, you know, really exciting year ahead of us um, with many challenges, to be sure. Um, but, you know, the, the right team to do this. Well, exciting and interesting times ahead then. And we'll be looking more at those opportunities on future editions of the podcast. Now, as promised, we've got another competition for you and we have some more great prizes for you to win. Five winners drawn at random will have a choice of either an Apple Watch Series 7 or a Garmin Instinct Solar Multisport GPS smartwatch. The question is this. Earlier, we heard from Angie Lorimer. But what's the name of the technology she was talking about? Now, if you know the answer, send it to the usual email address. It's our conversation at baesystems.com. That's our conversation at baesystems.com. And we'll announce the winners on our next podcast. Good luck. So, Charles, Brad, and Tom, great to have you all together in person on this podcast. Thanks very much indeed, guys, for joining us and getting together. Thank you, Tim. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you, Tim. 
And that's it for this episode of Our Conversation. We return next month with more news and features from across the business. Until then, from me, Tim Smith, from Brad, Tom and Charles, it's thanks for listening and goodbye. Our Conversation, back next month.